Good morning again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> so I've decided what happens is um, the elders and the personnel committee review Kelly and my workloads, and when they feel like I'm slacking off, they send him away for a bit and they crank down on me. No, that's not what happens at all. Um, Kelly is away for, I think, a very important event, a uh, birthday of a grandchild, I think. So he's away for a couple days. He'll be back. I want to just, I want to read a couple passages. Um, and let me give you my sermon title, okay? Because we're going to think about that. So this is like stars in the universe, like stars in the universe following Jesus at work. It's really clever, okay, because there's some word plays happening in there that I want you to catch, right? So following Jesus at work could mean being a good follower of Jesus in the workplace, right? Or it could also mean following Jesus while he's at work. Or it could mean both. So that's the direction we're going to go. So we're, we're talking about... Um, our faith, we're trying to unpack this discipleship thing that Kelly's been talking about for months now um, and put some wheels on it, put it on the ground uh, and see how it works. And it's a bit of an, I, I have to confess, it's a bit of an interesting position for me to be as a full-time uh, staff member of a church to talk about following Jesus in our vocation, in the workplace, which really what we're talking about is kind of not in here not in churchy work, but out there in the world where most of us live most of the time. We'll get there. All right, Jeremiah 29. It's on page 557, 558 in the Pew Bible. Jeremiah 29. And so this is Jeremiah's message to the Israelites while they're being sent into exile. This is the attitude that he wants them to have toward the people among whom they live. Okay? People in exile, this is a prophet of God speaking God's word to them, saying, have this attitude while you're out there. You're not in your homeland. You're in with a foreign people. I want you to be like this. And I'm, I'm going to read. Um, there's a passage in here that probably everybody just about knows by heart, right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to, anybody know the word? Prosper. Don't be shy, please. Prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Right? That, there are bumper stickers with that. That's become such a popular verse. So from the same context, back up a bit. And here's what Jeremiah says to the people in, his, in, in exile. This is what the Lord God Almighty the God of Israel says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. 
Interesting attitude. You're carried off into exile in a foreign land. Seek its welfare. Do good for the people among whom you live, he says. Jesus, Matthew 5, uh, 44, Sermon on the Mount. Pray for those who persecute you, he says. Romans 12. Another very familiar verse for many, I think. Romans 12, first few verses. Uh, first two verses, and then we'll jump down to 14. Therefore, I urge you, brothers in, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what's, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I want to look at one more. Philippians. Philippians verse 2. Or chapter 2, pardon me. Again, we're very familiar with um, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Took the, the nature of a servant, made in human likeness, found an appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross, which we celebrate every week. We also celebrate the rest of it. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's this powerful hymn, right, that sings, Jesus gave up all of his status to become worse than us, conquer the grave, conquer sin, conquer death, and then he's going to carry us up with him in his victory. And then on the tail of that, he says, verse 14, Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. Here's the thing about stars shining in the universe. They've got to be out in the darkness to shine. They got to stay there and they got to shine. That's us. We're called, when I wrestle with myself, not everything in here is all pure light and everything out there is all pure darkness. There's some of both in both places. But we have to be out there and we have to be willing to shine. Um, a number of years ago, when I was in Ontario as a high school student, or maybe I don't know if I graduated or not. We went on a canoeing trip in to, up to Spider Lake. And we had to canoe and portage a bit to get out to the place where we were going to set up camp. And then we set up camp, enjoyed canoeing during the day, and then night fell. So a lot of northern Ontario, central northern Ontario is just kind of on the great escarpment, right? So there's not dirt underneath you. There's solid rock underneath you. And then the rock has all these cool formations. The lake was in through these rock formations. 
And at night, there was no wind, none. And there were no clouds, none. And the moon was down. So the sky was just brilliant with stars. And my friend and I decided to go out for a night canoe paddle. We got out and we pushed out into the water. And we didn't have to paddle. We just got one or two strokes in so that we were coasting out. And the water, I mean, it was like glass. And you could see the stars below us as well as you could see them above us. It was amazing. We were out floating through the universe. And those rock, the great escarpment rocks that were jutting up were like these giant silent beasts or something that would just kind of float by us. You know, the rocks were floating. And I always think of that when I think about this shining like the stars in the universe. There's more empty space than there are stars, but the empty space never overcomes the light of the stars. The stars are always brighter. They always shine. They always pierce the darkness. That's what we're called to do. Okay, we're going to have a little a group activity here, so I'm going to need two volunteers in a minute, but let me set one more thing up for you. I'm coming at this as a missionary, okay? So I spent 10 years of my life on the field in Japan. Uh, we started with the Let's Start Talking program, and when you do the Let's Start Talking program, um, you just open invitation for whoever would like to come and do conversational English as practice. Here's the people that we sat across the table from day after day after day. University students. Housewives, retired men. Who's missing from that group? Working men. We worked and worked and worked and worked and worked as missionaries to try to get into contact with the working men. If you work at a job, you're already there. Missionaries, you get up and go every Monday morning, if you have a 9 to 5 Monday morning kind of job, to the mission field that took us five years to get into. You have a huge advantage, okay? So, so that's where we're coming at with this. All right, now what we're going to do, we're going to have, uh, we need, I need two volunteers, and then I have two plants, two people who are already ready. Two volunteers. All right, one. We need one more. Ed, okay, I saw your hands first. Okay, Ed, and come on up. Now, let me set it up with a couple things. Um, First of all, when we're talking about being Christians in the workplace, I'm coming at this from a missionary's perspective. So I spent 10 years on the field in Japan. We started with the Let's Start Talking, what you call Friends Speak here, right? When you do Friends Speak, you sit down and you read English with people, conversational English. And here are the people that we sat across from the table from, week after week. University students, housewives, and retired men. Who's missing from that group? I heard, yeah, I heard two things. Children, which we didn't do reading sessions with children by choice. And then the other was a teenager kind of children, yeah, and working, yeah, working men especially. In Japan, the, the, they have this salaryman culture, the kind of the core of the working culture. Um, 
We worked and worked and worked and worked to get access to the working people. We could, we could sit on any time we wanted with university students, with housewives, and with retired folks. But we worked and worked and worked to get access just to be able to meet people who were in the work field, in the workforce. Every Monday, if you work a 9 to 5 Monday to Friday job, when you go out, you're already there. So from my perspective as a missionary, you have a huge advantage. Missionaries, you're already there. You already have access to the people that we worked so hard to get to. Okay? Following me? So now we're going to go into the workplace. You guys are going to be a couple workers. And then we have a couple other helpers here, uh, Melissa and John. Now, I don't know if these guys are Christians or not. They're just co-workers. They could be Christian. They might not be. And they're going to present a couple scenarios to us. And, uh, oh, I'm going to be the director. Melissa is going to explain to them, get them set up a bit. And I'm not going to tell you who John is yet. (laughs) Director is just an official title. You can tell who the real director is, can't you? Action. How was the weekend? Did you guys do anything fun on the weekend? I had a jump with my wife. I had a huge fight with her, and she's going out all the time with all me. I'm just so frustrated. I don't understand why. I mean, I think she's out. Oh, look at the time. I gotta go. try my best to be a loving husband and and ever since this big fight she just doesn't want nothing to do with me. It is. I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to be open, I'm trying to be faithful and I'm uh, going to see the counselors tonight. Do you want any for some, for home? Sure. I'll take a couple for home. Uh, you know, I think I'll get my first one. Thank you. You know what? I'll really actually give them a 50 words. I'll say it tomorrow. Okay? Ten times sounds great. It's all right. Okay, cut. Thank you, volunteers. Thank you, uh, those who prepared. So I just I want us to notice a couple things there, okay? When we're talking about disciples and we're talking about the idea of following Christ at work, 
whether it's following Christ in what he's doing or following Christ in our workplace, I think it's easy for us to think it's all on us. So who, who, who did you notice on the stage? We had a couple co-workers. We don't know them very well. Some crises happening, some shady um, pencil embezzling happening. And then we had Melissa, dedicated, committed, wants to be a servant of Christ, wants to shine. Who, who was John? Yeah, let's say the Holy Spirit. Here's the thing. Whenever we get to a place, God is there before us. And what John was trying to illustrate, and I think did very well, is that it isn't about Melissa going into the situation and and having this deep burden of, boy, I better do the right thing or I'm just going to be a failure as a Christian. What needed to happen more was for Melissa to pay attention to, to what the Spirit was up to. Because the Spirit knows the situation of Mark and his wife and all of that, and that break up a whole lot better than we do. And so what we needed to do in that situation wasn't so much work really hard at being a good Christian as pay attention to what God's up to and then join into that. Does that make sense? That's point number one. This is a two-point sermon, I think. Second big point is when we act, we don't act alone. It's not by our own strength that we we have to shine. Uh, we shine by God's strength. And often it's in, uh, you know, what, what needed to happen here in these two situations? Uh, in, the, in the crisis situation, what he needed a lot was some solidarity, some listening. And Melissa's concern was right. It could get messy. When you open yourself up, to stuff that's going on in other people's lives, it can be messy. Um, We're experiencing some mess with our Wednesday friends. Um, But what happens if you don't do that? Nothing. At least nothing that we get to be involved with. God's going to keep working there. So there's an invitation and we're not alone. God's there in solidarity with us. So, well, here's point number three, and we'll finish with this. I've been, um, I, you may or may not know this, I swore off church work as a, as a young person. My dad was a minister. I was not going to go into full-time ministry. I made the mistake of going on a short-term trip to Japan, and I was hooked. So I've spent the last 20 years um, in full-time or close to full-time ministry. And in all, all of that time, I have seen a lot of, I have participated a lot of, I have done the training in a lot of, Preparation for being church workers. What I think we need is more equipping of the church to be good world workers. And that's, I think, what Kelly's been trying to talk to us about for the last few months. How do we as a church be good workers in the world around us? So not so much being good at doing church, but the church being good at being Christ in the world. Uh, and that starts sometimes in individual ways as as those of us in the workplace, and sometimes it's in things that we do corporately as a body. It's, it's both of those, but it starts with paying attention to what God is up to around us. So, 
as you go out this week as the church doing world work, you are salt. You are light. You are the first, sometimes the only Bible some will read. And we celebrate here Christ giving his body for us so that we can become his body. We are his hands, we are his feet, we are his face, we are his heart to the people around us. So that's my message to you this morning. Um, And we go out together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time together. Um, God, I'm on a personal level very thankful for um, the communication that I've had with a number of folks recently about um, the relationship between our worship and our, our participation in your mission around us. God, guard us from feeling obliged to serve you. Um, guard us from acting too often out of a sense of duty or guilt. Instead, Lord, open the eyes of our hearts. Um, Let us see your presence here. Um, Let us see the the ways that you're active around us and uh, give us joy. Give us deep desires um, to participate with you in the amazing things that you're doing, sometimes in very small ways and sometimes in monumental and huge ways, from individual hearts to your cosmic work. Uh, and that you call us as a church to be a part of that. We thank you for that. Uh, Please help us to have eyes and courage uh, and love. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen.